Ashley and Martell in their personal capacity. The opinions expressed in this show are the host's own and do not reflect the views of any of their personal affiliations. We are here, sir, because President Trump corruptly abused his power and then he tried to cover it up. And we are here, sir, to follow the facts, apply the law, be guided by the Constitution, and present the truth to the American people. That is why we are here, Mr. Seculo. And if you don't know, now you know. Yeah. Hello. What's good? It's episode five. And if you don't know, now, now you, you know. know. <laughs> so yeah. that clip was from Representative Hakeem Jeffries of New York. Yes. Yes. That the notorious B.I.G. During the Senate impeachment trial mm-hmm. um, back in January, because y'all it's February. It's February already. <laughs> Black History Month. Yo, Black History Month. That's crazy. Yeah. So it seems like January was really long. Um, but Ooh, yeah, so much here. happened. Yo, yes. A lot happened. A lot happened. So so how's life? How are how's everything? How are you doing? Oh, I am good. You know, really, really busy. Uh, work is picking up. So, Word. you know, this is like the it's not like the calm before the storm, but it's like the steady before the storm comes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm looking forward to it because it's going to, um, you know, I'm excited about this year and everything happening. Uh, I got started, what, so yeah, New Year, January, I got started on a few okay. new things with okay. um, some boards. That's dope. Um, Pump and uh, Pittsburgh Learning Commons. So okay. uh, there's some pretty cool work um, and dope things mm-hmm. organizations are working on and trying to bring to help the people, Period. help the people. So, you know, that's a... Uh, I'm trying to think. There was a meme I shared on my Insta story with uh, Kerry Washington. Mm-hmm. And the first one was like, I don't know if it was like from Scandal or. But she looked real, real crazy. Like her hair was <laughs> super big. She had this newspaper article like mm-hmm. about this wild stuff happening. Um, it was just like January and then February 1st, January 31st. And then February 1st, she was like all done up hair laid, like ready. Let's go. New month. Like January was, that's how I feel about Mm -hmm. my January, but I made it. it. And my daughter is three months or not three months. Ooh, I wish she was three months, (laughs) seven months, seven months today. today. That's what's up. Yes. Yes. Seven month day. Seven months to my Bellamy. Happy seven month day. Ooh. Going fast, getting ready for that first birthday already. That's what's up. Time flies. But that's, mm-hmm. So how that's are beautiful. you? I'm good. I'm good. Life's good. Things are good. Um, yeah, I too had a rocky January, um, but definitely made it through. Good things are happening. Um, involved with some cool stuff in the city here in Pittsburgh. Um, so I'm I'm happy to kind of be in a space where I can make impact in a lot of different spaces. Yeah. Um, you be out here, I'm bro. To make it happen. I'm just trying to make it happen. Um, or I'm making it happen. As people always say, like, you ain't trying, you mm-hmm, are. Mm-hmm. So yep. let, me, let me let me change that, making it happen. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for this, for the rest of this year as well. Um, good things are coming, good things are happening. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited to, to kind of be working with a lot of people um, in a lot of different kind of capacities. Um, brilliant some brilliant folks in the city so um, i'm definitely excited for what's going on um but yeah i'm happy that we're here for our fifth episode of black political millennials yes we got um, some stuff to go over with y'all because yeah. it is moving and shaking in this presidential year yeah. we are in 2020 it's going down it is already. happening this is the this is the the year um but before we get into the political part uh we gotta we gotta acknowledge um oh yeah some some tragic 
some tragic happenings. It's still happen. unbelievable. I don't um, even. I just cannot. I sent Dante a video today of Kobe and his daughter when she was a little little baby. Looks like she just started walking. She was trying to shoot um, the ball in the hoop. Mm-hmm. Clearly, way too tall. He picks her up. And he is tall enough to reach the hoop, and she is able to <laughs> throw the ball in the hoop, and ah, my heart just melted. Mm-hmm. I just, yeah. rest in peace to Kobe and uh, his daughter, and the rest of the the seven other victims yeah. in the helicopter crash. Well, just really so tragic. Definitely. That's a really, really sad happening. And Look. what's crazy for me is uh, January 26th is, is the day that my father passed away. Uh, um, and it's also the day that my best friend's grandmother passed away last year. So that day is already heavy. rough. Yeah, it's heavy for me. Mm-hmm. And then just to kind of like get my day, be getting my day started and then to find that out. Like, mm-hmm. so definitely was, definitely was painful for me. Um, so like you said, I just, I send my love to all the families. Yeah. Um, that are experiencing this loss and yeah. i send my love to to fans too because you know kobe was definitely like a real life mentor for some people like, yeah i mean kobe we grew up and i looked people. at uh what year was it that he went to the league what 20 i was 20, like 10 maybe mm-hmm. crazy yeah. like i remember i remember kobe with the eight i remember I remember Kobe courtside on Nintendo 64. Like, that's how far back I remember Kobe. Nintendo. Um, Yeah, so... So that definitely, makes us old, huh? Yeah, yeah. Aww. I don't feel like we old. We, we just not in our age, and it's a good one. <laughs> that's all. That's all I'm gonna say. We in our age. I like, like that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, we grew up with that guy, man. Cultural icon. Mm-hmm. Um. Into and for it to just happen so tragically is definitely painful. So. You know what I'm saying? Like allow people allow yourself to like mourn through that. And, and like yeah. if you're not a Kobe fan, that's okay. But don't don't try to like take away from people this morning. That's not cool. Yeah. You know? Um It's just unnecessary. But yeah, uh definitely, man. Shout out to to the families and we love you, Kobe. Yes. Um and I'm definitely disappointed because I know Gigi would have been an ill basketball player. Me too. And I was looking forward to watching Me her. Too. Um play college ball he was you know saying go to the wnba and be yeah killing. yeah that's yeah. just like such a yeah like so. imagine kobe coaching the wnba team and gd's playing on that team like you know what i mean that's yeah but um man keep them in our hearts yeah. you know that's um, no doubt but well, yeah. we've gonna um power through and push through uh this information uh, we can let we can we can do this in the mamba mentality, right? Yeah, that's a good way to. I like that. I like that approach. Yeah, that's a, that's a good way to to get into it. I got one. I got one Kobe memory real quick. Mm-hmm. I don't even know the team, but all I remember is seeing Kobe in a corner, and he's like faking like he about to shoot the three, and he just takes the base and just yams it on half the team, and that was just some ill Kobe shit. Man, and I just wanted to say that. Um, as we get into this, but uh, impeachment, impeachment. <laughs> <sighs> That's still going Closing on. Closing arguments for the impeachment or today. I am just want to put this out there for everyone because I know, like, folks be annoyed and tired of politics. I'm like so checked out of the impeachment trial. Oh my goodness! You know, I keep up with the headlines, but I just I don't even have the energy to just reading them we're like the senate's not doing nothing so i don't care can i tell you something it's like it's almost like background it's like a background soundscape in my office now so i just be playing it like i do catch i do be in on certain points but it's just playing in the background like so i've listened to a good bit of it um but there's definitely some points where i'm just like yo what what are y'all saying like Y'all are really just wasting these hours right now that y'all have. <laughs> like, what is, you know what I mean? Like, there's a couple of times, like, I know people at work was probably like, yo, he's back here talking to himself. Because I'm just like, yo, what are you, I'm talking to computer screens. Like, what are you talking about? Like, <laughs> yeah, so um, I don't think they're going to have enough votes. Uh, well, first of all, they didn't have enough votes to get the witnesses. Yeah. Um, the public, the, they've made it clear. They've stood their ground. Republicans will st- say, 
he did something he shouldn't have done, but it's just not impeachable to them. Yeah. So during during an election year, like no, nah, we're not we're not voting on that. You mm-hmm. know. Hopefully he learned. We watched. So I do watch Meet the Press on Sundays, that's, and so um, Chuck Todd. I don't even remember the dude they had, dude's name they had on there. Um, uh, he's a Republican. Um, I believe he was a senator. Was. I believe that was a Republican senator on Meet the Press on Sunday. Yeah. That was Yeah, I don't know, but he basically was just talking about you know what he did, you know what the president did was wrong and uh you know, it's just not impeachable but we he says we gave a fair trial he was like the the question isn't did he do something wrong we all agree of that Mm -hmm. the decision is we don't believe that it is um impeachable impeachable so So you did some you did you did some illegal stuff but it's not (laughs) illegal enough for us to for you to be impeached for us to kick you out and if that shit was obama we already know what would have went down oh yeah no question. I mean, I can honestly argue that he probably would have been impeached if he was on everything that Trump has done. He probably would have been impeached before this instance. Yeah. To be honest with you. Yeah. Right? Y'all know Bellamy's in the house. Just so y'all know. I don't know what she want. I just fed her right before we started. Yeah. But um, the uh, vote for is on Wednesday. Um. Okay. For for the uh, for the whole thing, so we'll know then what's going to happen. Um, I don't think there'll be any surprises there, though. Uh, as far as what's going to happen, so I'll probably be on an acquittal. Is that what? It'll, yeah, it'll be an acquittal. So I don't know. Guess yeah. we just gotta stay tuned for that one. John Barrasso. Chuck and Schumer's uh, Democrat. He's not a, uh, yeah, not Chuck Schumer. Out the 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 Republican that was on there. Oh, yeah, that was Barrasso. Yeah, I knew not Chuck Schumer. Mm. Barrasso is who. Yeah, but um. Yeah, you know, it, for me, it's always FTD. So <laughs> or F D T. So yeah. FTD, that's the flower company, right? <laughs> is it? Is it the FT? FDT is yeah. What you try to say? Yeah. FTD's the. I think that's the flower company. I might be wrong. I don't know. Them letters sound familiar. Is that <laughs> is that is that a, a black person? He's an anchor. Oh. He's an anchor. So <laughs> so the next. We got the Iowa caucus so on while it we're, is, we're. It is fresh flowers and gifts. FTD. Okay. Valentine's Day is coming up. Psych, no, let me stop. That's why you. But yeah. Probably, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh, but um, next up is the Iowa caucus, which is the first. Um, I don't know what you want to call it. Political apparatus for the twenty twenty presidential campaign season mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. yo but we both we both were surprised about like the difference between primaries and caucuses um and on this show we definitely try to educate yeah. everybody on what certain things are so you'll hear certain states have primaries you'll hear certain states have caucuses yes um so the caucuses I think, um, Marty, you made a good point about uh, it's kind of like Chinese checkers. Oh, yeah. Like the caucus. So what the caucus is, is um, is ran by political parties um, and primaries are ran by the state government. So tonight's caucus is ran by the Democratic Public Party, Democratic Party um, of Iowa. And basically you... Uh, are in different precincts or districts or different cities and counties in Iowa and you caucus. Yeah. So there's just a lot of people caucusing right now for each candidate. Yeah. For, for caucus is a funny word. <laughs> <laughs> the Who Iowa caucuses. The caucuses. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they, 
you you group together in the so basically they're in gyms they're in like big gyms mm. and they each presidential candidate has a section yep. inside the gym they have to have at least 15 percent mm-hmm. of the population to be a viable candidate yeah so um the time when someone's not a viable candidate they're below that 15 percent they then um, are making decisions to go support other candidates because the candidate that they support isn't a viable candidate. They can't get enough people to be viable. Right. Um, so what was really interesting, Andrew Yang was, of course, not of course, but Andrew Yang was one of the um, candidates that was not reaching 15%. Mm-hmm. And the folks that were supporting him all went to like different candidates. There wasn't a trend of yeah other candidates that they would go to. Um, Literally, Pete Sanders, Warren, Klobuchar. um, Who said Bernie Sanders? Sanders, yeah. It was like younger. It seemed like the younger (laughs) caucusers were (laughs) were headed to to Bernie Sanders. but yeah, it's definitely a very interesting process. But we have to mention this that the population in Iowa for black people, for African Americans, is three point four percent. Three point four percent. So that's not a large number of people to represent um the tide or the trend for this country. Mm-hmm. Um and there's a lot of conversations happening right now about um how Iowa shouldn't be the first state to make decisions. To, yeah, to make to decisions to have a caucus or or, or a primary. Yeah, um, or be like exalted so highly. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's not even like it's just not diverse at all. It's like not. we're watching these caucuses, and it's like caucuses so white. Like, mm-hmm. and and I heard an interesting <laughs> quote today that said that basically like the Iowa caucus is a display of of white privilege that Mm -hmm. um, disrupts the political process Um, something else interesting is Iowa decided that they would be the body so way back whenever just whoever the the people for Iowa decided that they were going to be the state that determined this that we're going to be the first state that no other state could have their primary caucus uh, when they did um so yeah, I thought that was very interesting. Uh, that that but, is. Yeah. And I I low key don't know is it we're calling it privilege, but is that strategy like? I mean, I, I, there's probably <laughs> definitely some strategy behind it, but now a lot of people are just like, oh, it's tradition, and let's keep it going. Like that's an argument for a lot of people. Yeah, is, just it's tradition. Don't even get and, me started on what I think about that just, kind of response. Let's but, just keep it going. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So. Like We've said, seen in some places Buttigieg is winning. Yeah, Buttigieg um, is definitely is definitely he's doing well. Um some smaller cities, Bernie and Biden were tied. Yeah. Um with Buttigieg in third. I feel like Biden would have more votes if there were more black folks there. Yeah. We uh we went watching um the caucus live. And uh, for at least maybe like an hour now, and we've been intentionally looking for black people in the crowds at these places. And I'm going to say we saw three. I'm going to say we saw three. And then the other two black folks, one was a cameraman and one was actually an anchor for MSNBC. So that speaks to that 3.4% as far as the caucus goes. so I know Sanders definitely uh, going into this caucus was definitely uh, moving ahead and a lot of polls. So he definitely came in with some steam. Yeah. Um, but I think that um, in some of the larger cities, we saw that Elizabeth Warren uh, was getting some support. I thought it was interesting, like were bigger cities versus smaller cities, certain people were in the lead. Yep. You know, so I, I, that's definitely a very interesting Where's this trend. at? This is Where Des Sanders is, Des Mo- Sanders this is, Des is at 44%. Buttigieg is at 11. Yeah. Um, And then this one is... This is... I think this is just um based on ideology for how the voters went. Oh. Um, but I know Warren had a, a big 
a big group in Des Moines too. But some of the smaller cities um, is where we had uh, Bernie Sanders and Joe Biden tied up. Um, so you know, some of the larger cities you're having people like Pete Buttigieg and Elizabeth Warren being a lead, and in the smaller cities you got uh, Biden and Bernie. Um, so the caucus is going to be going on all night. They're going to be caucusing all night. Um, all right, I'm going to stop with the caucusing. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to stop with the caucus. <laughs> the caucus. The raucous caucus. Um, Man. Yo, I ripped my jeans. I just <laughs> made sure I wanted to mention that on this show. It happened at <laughs> some point. Between, some point in a day. Yeah, some point between me leaving my home and us beginning to record this podcast. I ripped my jeans. Um, that sucks when jeans are all good. I think but, my um, kid is hungry again. Oh no, it's growing. Yeah, growing. I'm I'm seven months. We've got a, uh, you know, mm. real life. But um, I wanted to um, let me transition on to another bit of um, political news. Um, happening here in the state of Pennsylvania. Um, yeah, with uh, Councilman Kenyatta Johnson um, and his wife um, being indicted um, on some corruption charges. Um, yeah, that's crazy. Uh, so I was trying to follow up a little bit on it. Um, it seems like uh, the feds have been, been trying to, or been probing uh, Councilman Kenyatta Johnson for a while now. Uh, mm-hmm. Trying to find something wrong or trying to find something that he was doing that was illegal. Uh, and now he's um, been assisting two gentlemen with uh, a building, a bit of property. Um, and I guess they're alleging that there was some some things with zoning and other rights that were that were done. And in return, these gentlemen uh, paid his wife, I think, $60,000 for some consulting. Um, but they're, I guess they're tying that consulting fee into some payoffs for, uh, some, some things that were done on their behalf so that they could acquire this building and create businesses. Um, pay to play. Yeah. So this is the second Philadelphia councilman that's been in trouble, um, in the past like year or so. We had another councilman that was, um, he was brought up on bribery charges, um, I think his name was Bobby Heen, Heenan, I believe, something, something like that. So I don't know if they hot for Philadelphia council persons right now, or if that's just how they moving. I don't know, yeah. um, but it'll be very interesting to see what happens. He has pled not guilty to all the charges, and um, I know he does. He doesn't plan on stepping down or resigning. Um, so I know he's going to be trying to work through this entire. Uh, prosecution period yeah i mean I, I, i'm gonna say he should too if he's gonna claim his innocence mm-hmm. keep your job the other ones would too. keep working mm-hmm. yeah so um like we say every time we have i feel like these are always coming up and it's like dealing with some non-profit work like ah mm-hmm. uh, yeah i just i don't look we can't do what other people do that's all i'm gonna say mm-hmm Mm-hmm. Yeah, for profit. True. Mm. True. Yeah. Hey. But I guess uh I guess there there'd be some issue with that too. Um <laughs> but yeah, I guess that's a discussion for a future too. Um Yeah. I mean non profit versus for profit. I was having a conversation about some work I'm doing and I don't want it to be non profit. Mm-hmm. I just don't. Um I'm super like we need more businesses and things for us, mm-hmm. so I'm gonna, I'm gonna try. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they probably heard that, <laughs> that slurp. Oh, I knew it was gonna come out fast too. Sorry, y'all. Okay, so let's yeah, go. <laughs> so we got so um real life. We gonna pay attention. We gonna pay attention to what happened with uh with the councilman Kenyatta Johnson out of Philadelphia. Uh, dealing with these federal charges. Um, but uh, we want to transition again to a bit of uh, international news. Uh, yeah, there's just a... We, 
we're not going to call this the same as our last episode, but there's just so much going on, y'all. And we only touching on a fraction. Yeah, because you still got to take some time to uh, do some research on your own. Yo, like, I encourage you. You know what I'm saying? Like, Google's. Yeah, but don't and don't be turned off. Don't be turned off from what's happening. Because I think right now what's happening is because of who the president is and because of how you know what I mean? A good bit of people in this country are acting, mm-hmm. and the the uh, the stigma that's that's carried with the political process. Like, I don't don't allow that to just turn you off from the whole thing. Like, definitely know what's happening, know what's going on. Everything you um, do is political. Everything yeah. you do is politics, and people just don't look at it like that. Mm-hmm. And that's what I be trying to tell people. Like, yeah, it's so much bigger than like corruption i get corruption but we have so much corruption and uh conspiracies that's it that's what i'm looking for conspiracies Mm -hmm. like yeah it could be a conspiracy but that's because we keep letting people with this kind of power stay in that power right like i don't know yeah so just just man educate yourself how you feel like you should educate yourself like but definitely make sure you're aware of what's happening because this year matters, yo. Like, this year matters so much. Mm-hmm. Like, whenever your state caucus or primary is, man, it matters. But another thing, wait, we were talking about international news. We got back on the whole thing <laughs> about politics, uh, the local process. But we'll yeah. get back to that because we're watching the caucus results live. So that's why it's fresh on my mind to, to talk about that. But um, internationally, we might jump around because of that. If yeah, we see something, so internationally, what's uh what's happening is Brexit is 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 finished. Um, so Britain has left the the EU, the uh the European Union, um, and will become its own sovereign nation. And this is after forty seven years of membership. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's so not there's long. A, yeah, so there's definitely, I think, I know there's a lot of people that are excited and happy about it, but there are also some people that are kind of sad um, about it. So my my thing is what, I uh, I want to know what does this mean? What does this really mean for Britain? Like, yeah, you know, this has to mean something. Um, I was listening to a guy get being interviewed um in London and he was just like this is this is the dawn of 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 Britain and what, just the beginning of this and that and I'm just like what does that mean like so I'm I'm curious what that really means for Great Britain um yeah. well, not Great well yeah United Kingdom and the whole thing but uh it's like there's so much pound father's bosom chokes tough trade deal because it's like money's involved like it's crazy like i don't understand it mm-hmm. like for me it to me the only way i can compare this to like if this was here is like if i don't know i guess we don't have the same money as like canada or mexico but like if canada stopped using canada's money and used the u.s dollar or something like mm-hmm. I don't know, like I don't I don't know if I know they're gonna be probably they're gonna be strictly pounds. Strictly to the pound. Um I haven't looked at the currency rate, so I don't know if like the euro's down and if this is some kind of move to like financially like um stabilize themselves or something like that. I I mean that could be a lot it's definitely that's definitely part of it. Um but it might be some control, some decision making. Uh, it, it, there's a lot of different things that be can be connected to it, but one thing that I uh, found that was interesting is either Scotland wants to return to the EU, or the EU wants Scotland to re- to like be part of the the EU. So I feel like that's gonna be really interesting if Scotland like breaks away from the United Kingdom and joins the the European Union. I think that'll be mad interesting. Um, so we'll take a look out for that. But, like, there was definitely some, like, intentional messaging um, from, like, the European Union and Scotland about returning. Uh, so that'll be interesting. 
Like, I wonder know. how it's affecting the black folks over there. Uh, that's a good question. Um, and I, I only say that because I was reading stuff about, um, and this is kind of off topic, but I was reading stuff about Meghan Markle mm-hmm. and Harry and Prince Harry, and um, it was a black woman. I believe I read it off of Essence, basically saying how like all her life living uh what is it the uk mm-hmm. uh it's been like hard for black folks mm-hmm. like yeah and the way they treated her like that's like they racist but mm-hmm. they because of the uh, oh my goodness she did just say mom uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> that's epic <laughs> oh my goodness that's epic. y'all heard it here first oh my goodness that is so crazy she just said she mama said mama on, <laughs> live, on the mic live on podcast on the mic oh that is so sweet mm-hmm. <sighs> that's history right there. that is and i got it recorded <laughs> Watch her say it to everybody, That's though. Dope. Everybody's going to be called that. She ain't going to know what she's saying. She's just saying it. <laughs> <laughs> That's dope. Um, I love you, boo. Mwah. <laughs> oh, That's my girl. I hope they heard that, too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. So, yeah, I'm just curious. I'm, I'm going to have to do some Googles and some searches, find some blogs mm-hmm. um, so we can talk about that because yeah. I'm just really curious what that could be, what that could be like. Right. Because um, I'm, I'm thinking about what's his name? Who, who was arrested because he wasn't, um, or not arrested, but deported? Or no, oh, he was arrested. Savage. He was hell. He was in, in jail. 21 Savage. 21. Yeah. 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 He's from over there, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'm just curious. Mm-hmm. I we'll definitely see. I want I wonder if there's like a black similar podcast to this this like in the UK. I'm sure. Yo, we got to find them and just do like a uh like a Skype a Skype convo or something. That would be hard. I'll be dope. Yo, if you know any black millennial podcast that are in the united kingdom send them our way you can email us at bpm podcast 412 at com because we definitely want to hear that's that that experience and that side of the story yeah that's important love to talk about that yeah so we want to um bring it back local um to pittsburgh politics pittsburgh 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 politics Pittsburgh, PA for PA for real for real. Like there's mad, yeah, PA there's state. mad races. Like my my Facebook uh, notifications are going off with mm-hmm. invitations to like uh, folks' uh, pages and shared information. Uh, Mike Doyle, um, Mike Doyle, he's cool. Mm-hmm. I like him. Yeah. Um, I thought I was already, I already liked this page, but apparently I wasn't. Mm-hmm. Cause I had a request to like uh, his page. He has a he has a pretty serious candidate running against him, yeah, uh, Jerry Dickinson. Yeah, so that's the um, the PA Congress race for District yes. 18. Yes. Are the incumbent um, Democrat Mike Doyle uh-huh. um, and his uh, opponent uh, Jerry Dickinson? Uh, I was also a Democrat. Yes. Um, so that's a very interesting, mm-hmm. very interesting race right there. You know, Mike Doyle, I will say he's been um, sharing all of the work that he's been doing. Mm-hmm. I can't, you know, I'm here for anyone. That's what a democracy is for. People should be challenged. People should have to stay on their toes. Um I, when it comes to politics, I think there's strategy to it. And um, uh, I don't know if if we're looking at our federal government overall, if uh, 
what I want to say. Uh, finances should be focused on trying to get Mike Doyle out. Mm, mm-hmm. I think that's kind of like the saying. best way to put it. Um, yeah. Where do we need to be zeroing in on? What what cities? What states? What you know? Where is the if we want to talk about viable when we talk about caucus, caucusing, right? Um, where are the viable uh, states of places that we can be flipping mm-hmm. our, you know, Congress? And right. so instead of here in Pennsylvania trying to flip someone um, like Mike Doyle, um, is that the best? Like, do we need to do? Can we keep him and find somewhere else where we can be putting these resources to? Because mm-hmm. If I want to donate to whoever's campaign, I can donate to them. They don't have to just be someone in Pennsylvania. Right. So, um, you know, I think that's that's what I feel like we miss out on is like, I feel like Republicans do that shit. Mm-hmm. I feel like they <laughs> do that. They are so strategic with how they move and like gain power mm-hmm. and like they for real, for real, I feel like they're more ballsy. Like... Mm-hmm. with how they they navigate like they're ballsy as hell to support this president like y'all yeah. y'all got some big balls to just support him openly like this whoever is grande like yeah um i feel like a lot of people i feel like a lot of people just like you gotta just bang your set i feel like a lot of people feel pressured um a lot of people just feel pressured, like, yo, my lifeline will be severed if I go against the, the the mob right now, go against the crowd. I feel like there's a lot of people like that. But if there's if there's one person that I'm going to shout out and he's halfway to namesake from my alias on here, Pierre Defecto, is, is Pierre DeClecto, Mitt Romney, because he was one of the only Republican senators that was like yo i'm a i want i want witnesses and he's definitely been more critical than a lot of republicans probably any other well-known republican mm-hmm. mitt romney's definitely been somebody that's been trying to call out like yo this is bad leadership so really that's it you know what i'm saying if there's one it's him um and he definitely he definitely gets some props from me i start following him on twitter um you know what I'm saying, but yeah, he's 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 been critical. He's yeah, uh, um, from Maine. Um, I think her first name is Susan. I can't remember her last name. Um, but yeah, she. Um, you know what I'm saying. That's that's it. Just those two. Um, Mm. Yeah, so nobody else has really been kind of like Susan, standing up. No, yeah, Susan Collins. Susan Collins, I believe that's that's who it is. Yeah, because I um, yeah, that's who it is. Susan Collins. Yeah, salute to Susan yep. Collins too, because she's been mad outspoken and she's been you know what I mean standing up against what she obviously knows like morally is like wrong. Yeah. Um, so salute to to senators that can stand up and speak out. Um. Even in times where you feel like you got to be with the whole crowd. So shout out to them. Um, but locally, we got a lot of things going on. We got we got our U.S. Congress race we just talked about. Mm-hmm. We got some Senate races. Um, yeah, that are state happening. Senate races. And uh, we also got a lot of uh, PA House representative races, too. Okay. Um, on this side of the state and the other side of the state. Um and oh I, yeah, I got my I got Mad Emerge sisters running for state rep, Senate seats. Um, I can't even name them off the top of my head. I would have to go to my all, Facebook because there's so many. Because we're gonna have a um, episode dedicated. Yeah, we have to. To PA, we have campaigns. to. That's happening soon because it's but, it's um right now it's it's a uh, signature time. So uh, yeah, it's time for petitions. Petitions. Yeah. Yes, that's the word. It's time to get these signatures for these uh candidates um so find your candidate in your area that you like yeah. and, and, and write out the whole city <laughs> don't write if you're in pittsburgh don't write pgh, PGH. write pittsburgh damn it mm-hmm. because if you don't it don't count and i've seen people tell people that while they, they were signing do. the, the, the petition and they still put pgh yo yes you just messed the signature up 
Yeah. Uh, so write Pittsburgh out. If you're in any city, write the whole city out because I'm pretty sure those similar rules apply. Um, but our election is until April 28th. Yes. So we had a lot of time, um, which is also a concern that we'll discuss too because I feel like our primary is too late. No, right now it's still early. No, like I mean, like our primary in Pittsburgh oh, is oh, mad yeah, late. Yeah, like April twenty eighth. All of yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, like yeah, yeah. The, our decisions almost really made for us. There's probably like yeah. two people left at that time, maybe yeah. three. Yeah, you know. So that's yeah. not really fair. Like we're a battleground state. We're a yeah. big state. We should yeah. definitely have more influence yeah. on who's selected as as the candidate. Yeah. Um, but I, I I know there's legislation being put forward to move pennsylvania's primary date up um so that'll happen in the next couple of years hopefully i hope that that's something that could be supported bipartisanly um that yeah we could, we could definitely move that forward i hoped i hope so um i feel like that's definitely a bipartisan effort because i think everybody would want their vote to count more um on a national scheme so i hope everybody will support that legislation when it comes time to vote um but yeah, a lot of a lot of elections. Um, and if you're not registered to vote, get registered to vote. And the last day that you can register to Isn't vote. Isn't it 15 days before? Yeah, so it's April 13th. April 13th is the last day you can register to vote. That's actually one of my homies' birthdays too. But uh, um, April 13th is your last date to register here in Pennsylvania. Um so find somebody to sign that folks up yeah. or you can go to www.vote.org. Yeah, we're um, going to have something where we're going to do some voter registration before yeah. voter registration ends too. So yeah, folks who are here in the city of Pittsburgh and greater Pittsburgh area, mm-hmm. you know, we'll keep you posted. And uh, yeah, yeah, we got to vote in 2020, y'all. Yeah, yo. We uh, must vote. Everybody, everybody, make sure that you that you're voting, man. It's it's the stakes is too high not to vote or be registered to vote. Um, Way too. You know what I'm saying? High. So I don't care if you're young or old. I just text my niece. I'm gonna tell you a story. I was just over the weekend. I was just thinking. I'm like, yo, my niece is like 20. I had to text her and like, yo, you registered to vote? You know what I'm saying? And she's not. But I was like, yo, you need to get registered to vote very soon. You know what I'm saying? But it just crossed my mind. So you hit your hit your little woties up and see if they register to vote. I talk to all the kids when I be at Westinghouse and you prep. Yeah, so the high school seniors and the ones at the G Center. You know, that just made that just made me think about it. I'm gonna check whenever I go to to the G Center. I'm gonna talk to uh yeah, we're gonna make sure these I think that's I think that's our I think that's our, as millennials, like, if you're, like, 28 to, like, 35 or 36 or you're older and you're working with young people, it's your responsibility to make sure to register to vote, you know? Yeah. Because yeah. I feel like parents ain't going to be thinking about that, and, and the elders ain't really thinking about that neither. No. So I think that's our task and role in life, yo. So if you're between those ages, anywhere you're at, no matter what state, um, you got to make sure that the young people around you are registered to vote. That's your responsibility. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I'm saying? Make sure that you're doing that. We're making sure we're doing that. We're going to continue that work. Yep. Um, so, yeah, that's really important, man. But those, it votes. Every vote matters. PA, you know what I'm saying? let's go. Every vote matters. People winning and losing elections by, like, one vote, 20 votes, like, mm-hmm. 100 votes, 400 votes. Yep. Votes matter. Yep, my, yep, oh, yep. Bro, just fill my cup back up. <laughs> Happy Black History Month, y'all. Y'all. <laughs> it's Black History Month. Yeah. Yes, we always black. I love I love that one that's trending right now. That um that meme that's like I'm I'm black every month, but this month I'm blackity black black. Like yeah. I'm black 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 Big this facts. month. Big facts. Um cause yeah. Just yeah. so y'all know. We extra. I feel like I feel like that's what I love about our generation is like we are so extra because because like I don't know why I feel like we're the first generation of being like extra like to this uh I think we are there's definitely been extra people before but I think well 
on like a on how a whole, many of us are on extra. a larger whole scheme yeah <laughs> we're definitely the only people that that are extra 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 um, but i mean as long as you're doing right with that extra okay you know yeah. what i'm saying like do good do yeah. good with that extra. we could be extra this month too because we get an extra day since it's a leap year it is a leap year we got 29 days of Black History Month. Hey, yo, shout out to everybody whose birthday is on February 29th. <laughs> shout out to you. Yes, that is, man, that has to be so frustrating. I don't know what I would do. I think I would celebrate uh, March 1st. Uh, so I met a guy, um, and his fun fact was his birthday is on February 29th. So he told us that I guess he's met, there's like a, a group of people that like make a club and their, their birthday is all on February 29th. And they get together and celebrate. So they're probably going to go hard in the paint this year because it's really the 29th. But he said it's like a little club. Like, yeah, for people that's born on that day. So that's turn crazy. up. That's crazy. Turn up for the 29ers. Yeah. February 29ers. Yeah, I'm sure that'll be a news story for whatever baby is born today. Yo, that's about to be my fantasy football team name next year. Yo, the February 29ers. <laughs> Speaking of Niners, shout to them Chiefs. Yes. For winning the Super Bowl yesterday. Yes. Uh, I know there were some there were some Black History uh, moments. Yeah, made. Pat Mahomes, Pat Mahomes, um, Super Bowl MVP, and also Lamar Jackson, NFL MVP. So both the MVPs oh, yeah. is black quarterbacks. The yeah. year of the black quarterback. I saw that. Who does he play for? Uh, um, Lamar plays for the Ravens. Okay. Yeah. So. We they said it was the they said it was the year of the black quarterback and it was the year of the black quarterback because the MVP of the league and the Super Bowl is black quarterbacks. Um, but I got shout out my man's real quick because I had a homie that I went to Central with to play football with oh, that yeah. was on the Chiefs. Yeah, yeah. So my guy Steph Wisniewski, congratulations, B second Congrats. Super Bowl victory. Yeah, second yeah. Super Bowl victory in three seasons. That's what's up. Because he won with the Eagles. So he got two of them things in three years. And uh, proud of my guy, man. Yeah, um, I got a, a cousin that plays for him, too. Period. Um, Dorian O'Daniel. Yeah. That's what's up. He's um he's a distant cousin, but he's my cousin. His sister, that's, that's, my, that's my boo. Yeah, I was gonna mention that. Oh yeah. Um No. I mean I don't. I um I saw the oh, article. the question was do we forgive Mahone for his Zimmerman comments? He yeah. tweeted uh back during the Trayvon Martin um unfortunate uh murder, because he murdered him, um, that he felt Zimmerman was justified. Yeah. And so no, I do not because he was not justified. Um, I don't, I mean, this is my thing is I'll never forgive George Zimmerman, um, and he'll never be excused. So I definitely can't side with anybody that says that way. Um, cause there's no way you justify that murder. Nope. Um, so I definitely, you know what I'm saying? Like, you want to read the tweets? It's just going to make me mad. This is gonna make me mad. This <laughs> is gonna make so, me mad. So, uh, Spencer Shaw tweets: This case was an absolutely horrible tragedy. However, there was no criminal activity that occurred. And then Patrick Mahomes retweeted: No one knows what actually happened, which is why he is not guilty. But a crime could have occurred. Do I keep one. scrolling? One. Stop resisting or assaulting a cop. Hashtag real cops. But he wasn't a cop. Yeah, he definitely wasn't a cop. He was neighborhood watch, yo. If he was even that. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. But that's why I said no, I do not forgive him. Yeah. I mean, this is my thing, yo. Um, it was the year of the black quarterback. And I feel like him winning... And being victorious is going to help some other young black men that play quarterback get drafted in the first, second, and third rounds and get their money. So for that, I'm appreciative. But I, I don't agree with him on the Zimmerman stuff. Um, you know what I'm saying? But I feel like we we live in two, like, 
I don't even know the word I'm looking for, but the whole cancel thing, like, it's it's becoming toxic, yo. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, no, people's, yeah, but people's, oh yeah, nah, we yeah. never gonna forget that. Yeah, third black, third black quarterback to win a Super Bowl. That's what I'm saying. That's for the culture. You know what I'm saying? I don't know why homie has those views on the whole Zimmerman situation. Um, you know what I'm saying? But I'm not agreeing with you on that. Um, yeah, and that's that's highly inexcusable. But yeah, um, yeah, I don't know, man. I got three words for George Zimmerman, though. Um, but yeah. Um, <sighs> well, once we want to, we want to um, acknowledge this Black History Month. And um, okay, I was trying to look for a fact. Dante gave us there that was fact. a Black History fact that I wanted to share, but I don't think I can find it in time. Oh, so no, because we are pushing it. But I Dante did to, bring uh, up a point, and maybe some of you listening know, I didn't know, that Martin Luther Martin Luther King Jr. is the only yeah. American to have a day in the calendar. That's of, dope. You know, our U.S. calendar. Yeah, that's very dope. So, um, the only American. The only American. Because so, they combine the president's yes. days and the president's day. So Dr. Martin Luther the King is the only American with his own day. Shout out to Shout out to Martin, Martin Luther the King. Martin Luther. Yeah, I'm going to have a history fact. Only reason why I don't want to say it is because I can't. I don't have her full name and I wanted to say her name. But um, I definitely had a dope black history fact for next time we record. Uh, because... We're going to be recording a lot. We're going to have to definitely drop another one because we got another caucus yeah. and primary coming up in this month of February. Yeah, we're going to um, try Nevada. to get about three in this yeah. month. We're going to try. So Nevada, it's been busy out here, but we're going to try. Make it happen. Streets. Nevada and South Carolina are both this month. Okay. And New Hampshire. And New Hampshire. So there's definitely there's three other ones um, that are either caucus or primaries that are happening in this month. So we definitely want to talk about those. Um, and we definitely want to share everything else that's happening locally, politically, and we want to share Black History Month stuff, and we want to talk about what y'all want us to talk about in addition to all those things. Um, but yeah, great episode, great episode. Yeah, wow, we uh we breezed through this one, pretty good. Mm-hmm. I'm always like, oh wait, we made it, we right. made it to the end, <laughs> we made it. Right. Y'all, so we hope y'all are enjoying the show. Like Marty said, send mm-hmm. us your feedback. Let us know what you want to hear. Let us know some questions you have. Let us know something that doesn't make sense to you. Maybe we can help to spell it out and, yeah. you know, explain yeah. it to you just in a non Let's break TV, it down for you. Speaking over your head way. Yeah. We're going so, to tell you from like the around the way point of view. Yes. Um, and y'all know I am still Renee around the way. Period. So <laughs> follow us on Instagram. Yes. Facebook. Facebook. Black Political Millennials. Yes. Black Political Millennials. And if you want to reach out to us, any questions, comments, concerns, um, sponsorship, all that good stuff. Email us at bpmpodcast412 at gmail.com. Yes. Thank y'all for listening. We appreciate y'all. Yo, be blessed. Peace. Peace.